hello and welcome back to another uh, podcast from Coach Joe and Mr. Haladic about the World Peace Games. We're, uh, we're here to talk about this last week's game. We had two game days, a lot of activity, a lot of deception, and a lot of game, you know, true gameplay that we hadn't had before. I think it was a lot of some backroom deals and, and uh, we've, we've been talking about it, like calling it pinky promises. So it was pretty, it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like Luke said, it was, it was the first true uh, move moves happening, uh, actual gameplay going on. So it was uh, really exciting and kind of fun to just float from room to room and see some of the things that were going on. Um, and to sort of foreshadow what was already said, there were many pinky promises that were made that were <laughs> that were very entertaining to watch. A lot of pinky promises. They went from shaking hands and thinking that was enough until we told them they need some some true treaties to be signed and moved right into the the, the ever present and all powerful pinky promise. So I think that's that's the the latest step in in our negotiations. And I think that that stems from the first uh, move that one of our countries was able to make was Lachlan, which is a small country. And uh, one of their crises involves an illegal space program that has potential to do some real damage to countries and shoot things down from satellites. Um, so that's, that's one of the crises. And Lachlan decided that they were going to sort of lead the charge and uh, blow up the control center that North Macalsia has. Um, so the game started with a little bit of mistrust, uh, which, I, which I think doesn't always help the problem-solving aspect. But at the same time, it was, it was interesting to see, because that Lachlan is, is uh, Deuce there. So Deuce and Sophie kind of went around and, and gained a lot of support for this military action, which was interesting to watch. But they also, you know, they, it showed how much they're, they're looking at consequences, but not fully understanding them, because their idea was not to shoot the satellite out of the, the sky, because they knew that that could come down anywhere and harm people or harm, uh, pollute the waters or harm some animals, things like that. So they, they were thinking in that regard, but as far as understanding the consequences that would come along with the game, I think they underestimated some of the bad blood that they were going to set out right off the bat. So, you know, Lachlan being that small country, North Macalsey started, started flexing their muscles a little bit afterwards, and which rubbed people the wrong way, which was hilarious, but uh, they, they felt pretty threatened, obviously, and, and have stepped up since then. And uh, with regard to consequence, it was pretty interesting to um, have a member of the UN come after the bombing happened and say, so now we're going to find them, right? And uh, it was interesting to have a conversation with them talking about how there was already one consequence. And uh, our member of the UN, Anthony, actually said, oh, well, maybe it would have been a good idea to find them before we bombed them to see if that would have changed there. Um, so it was interesting just to see the look at the consequences and to see that maybe there was a step in between that might have made the game a little bit easier to play or may have affected things a little less dramatically. Right, and and really what stems from that, we, we move on to a, a full-on arms race. So Lachlan buys one missile, bombs the thing, and, and then suddenly North Macalsia feels compelled to spend their money because they're the richest ones in the game. So they spend their money not on just a Scud missile or, or just a smaller uh, 
a bomb, but actually a, a nuclear weapon. So they were going for a nuclear weapon. So soon after that, we get a lot of uh, heat on the arms dealer because I think at first it feels good to be involved and feels good to be wanted, you know, wanted and and they just were throwing things in front of poor Brady, that arms dealer, and he was signing things left and right without really reading them. And the UN was doing the same thing to the, you know, to his credit. So I think there was a turning point in the game when Brady realized people were upset when stuff was happening. So he got pretty stressed, I think, after that first one, when people realized, whoa, wait a minute, all these people have weapons now, all these people have this, and now these guys who everybody was against and upset with, now they have the biggest one. And so uh, it was a, a full-on arms race for a lot of it, which derails a lot of the game because some of these are humanitarian crises and some of them are uh, clearly diplomatic things. And, and now we're getting into this full-on um, tit-for-tat arms race. And I don't want to get too far into this this part until it's until it's completed and, it, and it's played itself out. But um, it's interesting what it's done to the stability of leadership from country to country. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's murmuring about this leader or that leader who is doing what they think is right and, and trying to, to defend their country, whatever it may be. Uh, there's, there's just talks about what are we going to do going forward if everybody has all of these arms and has the potential to use them if one thing goes wrong. So it's interesting that, uh, you know, people have had some doubts about leadership and leadership has done everything they can to flex their muscle to sort of ensure that that strength and stability. And then at the same time, you're starting to see that people who are in leadership positions are, are noticing that people are upset, are noticing that other countries are recognizing that they're upset and it's it's fracturing their, their team. And so I've seen leaders kind of reach out and say, okay, why don't you handle this or you handle this because I want you to to be supportive. So we'll see how that kind of works out. Like, like you said, we, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and uh, reveal any secrets or anything like that 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 we've heard uh, moving forward, but we'll we'll definitely talk about that next week. So in between games, uh, right before we had our second game day on Friday, uh, I I talked to some of them and said, you know, let's let's talk about some of our uh, our problems that we're having here. And so I the quote that we brought up was about prudence and understanding consequence and and thinking through your actions before you react and. So I, I was hoping that they would take that to heart because I tell you, after that first day, uh, I was probably more stressed out than, than any of them put together. So I, I, was, I was concerned that we were going to get into a, a full-on uh, world conflict, which is interesting in its own right, and the arms race is interesting in how it mirrors uh, or, you know, reality sometimes. But uh, So moving into the next game day, we talked a lot about prudence and a lot of, uh, a lot about consequence. So the, the kids started thinking in that regard, although still... They, they get pulled into that, you did this to my country, I'm going to do this to yours, and, and they get kind of sidetracked away from the overall game. And, and even speaking about that first move, we talked about it, that, you know, I think they were thinking, especially, you know, Lachlan there, I think they're thinking, all right, let's knock out this crisis and then we'll move on to the next one. But what ends up happening is now they, they aren't even able to move into the, the crisis in the game, but now they're actually dealing with a crisis among, amongst themselves, which is pretty interesting to see. And I think that um, everybody does it, adults do it too, but they're sucked into this, well, we have this many weeks, we have this long, so if we can sort of methodically knock out problem by problem without the realization that they've knocked out one problem and have spent a day and a half trying to clean up 
the lo- tie up the loose ends from the problem. So it's something that at some point in the game, every year it seems to click, okay, we are up against it now. We need to do our, our best work now. And uh, there's potential to thrive there. There's potential to really have things fall apart. But it is interesting that they, they felt like they'd solved the crisis. They, they felt confident about it. And there's been fallout from the crisis that has kept them from seeing the next crisis or starting to, to think about the next crisis. Yeah, they didn't really uh, ease into too many of like, the easier things like moving some of the endangered species or something like that. They dove right into a, a pretty serious conflict. Uh, but so moving forward, we're, we're pretty excited to see how they they start wrapping up some of this part and get past this general world crisis. I think the, the UN has started to take a bigger role, which is really exciting. Uh, rather than waiting for people to come to them, they're actually being much more proactive, going out, finding people, finding people who are interacting uh, with each other, uh, refusing to sign certain treaties, uh, really giving a bigger voice to to their membership, which is really really something that we need. Uh, and then you see people like Sophie, who is seemingly selling stuff random at random for a pointless amount. And I said, hey, you know, I think she sold some some ducks or something like that, or one barrel of oil or something weird for like $900. And, and I said, what are you doing that for? And she said, well, I mean, money's money. At least we're getting somewhere. So I'm hoping that that's a strategy and it wasn't just, I'm annoyed with this and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So hopefully that strategy can keep building on itself because, you know, like we know you need some kind of level ground or, or common ground in order for anything to really start happening. So she's able to sell little things here and there and get little things done here and there that aren't even a part of the game, but it at least starts building that conversation and, and building a dialogue between the two countries. Yeah, I, and the, the other thing I wanted to add too that it, it sort of has, it's progressed and evolved pretty nicely is the understanding of money has occurred really quickly. Right. Um, you had anything from somebody saying, well, I sold, I sold this for $100, isn't that great? And uh, just us directing them back to their dossier and saying, hey, take a look at those numbers. How many times do you see right. 100 without billion after it? And uh, so we've had some of those conversations individually, but the kids have really done a great job of of understanding, okay, I'm thinking huge numbers, um, which I think could be difficult for kids, but they've done a really fantastic job of understanding, I can't let go of this for less than a billion dollars because then my country is devalued or or then my country is going to face some sort of problem down the road. So that's been really interesting to see as well. Yeah, and I, I like that we've seen a couple of times during the actual gameplay before the before the debates start and before we let them loose that some kids had an opportunity to really strike back, and this, this had an, a, a potential to get out of hand very quickly. And, you know, Jack Selman with North Macalcia impressed me with some of his patience this week where he, I think, was going to attack – and in the, the last minute said, well, you know, I can attack tomorrow if I really have to or the next game if I really have to. And so he, he's, you're, you're seeing that kind of stuff uh, start to, to appear more and more. So I think that those consequence conversations are, are sinking in, although, you know, then I'm dealing with, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to guide it too much. I don't want to start manipulating the game. But, you know, uh, I think that we're starting to see them also either realize what we're getting at or start to to see what's most effective. And I think that that's the hardest part as an adult or as the teacher to not step in and say, have you considered this? Have you? Yeah. I mean, but that's that's part of the lesson, and that's what keeps me from 
interjecting too much. Right. If, like we said, if somebody really needs to step out and have a talk with a teacher, they can, and we recognize when that needs to happen. But it's really hard not to say, have you considered this? Have you considered that? Is this something you really want to do? Yeah, start is it playing worth, the game. That's yeah. what, you know, especially us. And, and that's a, and that's our, <laughs> you know, play. that was your comment last time. The yeah. thing that I'm most upset about is that I'm not playing it myself. Right. Yeah, I guess I got to uh, let it go. And I think all adults feel that way when they walk in and see it being played. But that's that's one of the things that makes it really cool is, is these fourth graders offer up things that to us may not have ever crossed our minds or may have seemed silly, but it ends up really working out quite well. Right. So, all right, uh, anything else? No, uh, as I said last time, I look forward to seeing seeing things play out and see what kind of new new ideas the kids have. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so this will accompany a blog post again, and I'll try to, you know, that's, that's still a work in progress. We're trying to embed things and trying to get it right into the site so you don't necessarily have to go to SoundCloud. But I appreciate anyone who, who has gone, and, and hopefully you keep going. Hopefully you can enjoy these. And uh, hopefully it's it's not too long. We're trying to we're trying to limit ourselves a little bit here, especially before we get any kids in here. So uh, next week we're planning to have some interviews with kids, or at least one to sit down with us and talk about some of the things that happened throughout the game. And um, you know, so expect another one of these probably this weekend after this one's going out early week. So we should have uh, some more talks coming up. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good day. Bye.